0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Emmanuel Hecke, and you are listening to an archive episode of the Church Boy Confessions. That means that I recorded this episode months in advance, but I still felt like it'd be relevant to help anybody listening, so I decided to have you guys listen to it. Hope you guys have a wonderful week. Um, hope that this message really blesses you, and we're more than conquerors. Enjoy. so reading from Matthew chapter 7 verse 24 um and we'll probably just take it to 27 yep so therefore whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them i will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not it was founded upon a rock and everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it may god bless hearing reading and understanding of his word in jesus name amen um so yeah that was a big story that we used to read um, when I was younger, especially when we were in Sunday school. And we we sing a song that was, uh, I forgot how the first part went, but it just talked about how the, the two guys were building on di- on two different foundations. And then the song continued, the rain came down and the, and the flood came up. The rain came down and the flood came up. Um, and then it ended by saying, and the house on the rock um, stood firm. I'm really butchering the lyrics, but just bear with me. Um, But the moral of the story is that, you know, there was one person that decided to build their foundation on rock um, and the other uh, fellow that decided to build his foundation on sand. And the big thing that we always used to take out of this verse was that when you when you I mean, you don't really have to be an architect to know that when you build a foundation, you have to dig into the foundation. When you're building foundation of a house, you have to dig into the foundation and you have to um, really establish it. Before you can actually build a house, you know, any house without a foundation will just collapse um, upon itself. So the harder the ground that you're having to dig into, the harder it is to actually build a foundation and then build the house. Um, The the softer the ground, the the easier it is to to build the foundation. So you see two guys who are building their house on two separate foundations, one on rock and one on sand. Um, And what this scripture is doing is that it's painting an analogy for us who decide to follow Christ. You know, I don't know if you've been told that when you follow Jesus Christ that your life will, your life will change forever, but that everything is just going to be easy. Life is going to be easy. No, no, you're not going to have any challenges or whatever. But one thing that this verse reveals to us is, you know, it it gives Christianity no filter. It removes any type of filter that anybody could have just, you know, given you to sugarcoat the belief. Um, it's hard. It's hard. When we talk about the foundation, the foundation is an analogy for the foundation of our life. What are we building what, what, what are we using to build the foundation of our life? The rock is an analogy for Jesus Christ. It's an analogy for our relationship with God. Um, and the sand is just an analogy for anything that's not the rock, anything that's not Jesus Christ. So you have two men, one that's building the foundation of his life on Jesus Christ. And you have another man that's building this foundation of his life on anything else. Um, And the big difference, you know, came with the test, the storm, the rain. When the rain came down, the floods came up and there was one house that trampled, you know, collapsed itself. And there's one house that stood still just so happened that the, the house that built. Its foundation on the stronger ground, on the strongest surface, is the one that sits still. And the one that built it on the softer surface is the one that collapsed. That's that's what this entire, um, you know, story is trying to get at. It's comparing the life of someone who is building their foundation on Christ uh, according, you know, it's comparing it to the life of somebody who is not. The biggest takeaway is that, hey, you're you're probably thinking about, you know, really chasing after Jesus Christ and establishing a relationship with him. But it's important that you do know that it is not easy. It's not easy. When we talk about building a foundation in the sand, it's easy to dig into sand. Right. I mean, we, we make sandcastles when we go to the beach. It's It's not a big thing to do. It's not a big deal, but it's hard to start chipping away at concrete. To try and build a foundation. You know, talking about my life, um, I've, I grew up in the church. I was the church boy, like I've explained time and time again. Um, and I did not like that. I did not like being labeled the church boy. And it was not easy being labeled the church boy. My dad is the head pastor of our church. And what that meant for me was that my mom would always tell me and my sisters that, yo, your dad's a pastor. That means that people are watching you as kids more than they're watching anybody else. They they look at you and your mannerisms and what you do, how you carry yourself, what you're going to say to their kids. Um, And that's just that's that's the reality of it. You know, that's that's what we were called to bear. You know, that that was it. And it wasn't easy doing that. It wasn't easy going to school and seeing everybody do whatever they wanted to do. But for me, I always had some type of, you know, the, some type of conviction when I did anything, anything. Um, so I, I started to resent that a lot. I started to resent being the church boy. I started to resent um, having this, you know, duty. Um, I started to resent how hard it was to follow Christ. Or at least build my foundation, you know, talking about building foundation on Christ, it's hard. Um, I saw everybody else. It's like, you know, if you want to do whatever with anybody, you can go ahead and do that. If you want to, you know, do drugs, you can go ahead and do that. Or if you just want to fight somebody, go off on somebody, you can just do that. But for me, it was always different because. I don't know. It's like I always had something in the back of my head saying, nah, like, nah, nah, it's not worth it. Or nah, like, it's it's definitely not that big of a deal. Or nah, like, you know, you can't do that. Like, not only can't you do that because it's sin, but you can't do that because you got people who are counting on you, kind of. Um, building your life on the rock is not easy. A lot of us, maybe we used to live a lifestyle where we didn't really incorporate God. So now we come to a place where we do want to start incorporating God. And you see that in order to get closer to God, you have to get further away from sin. It's not so much that God loves you more because you don't sin, but it's just like you realize that a lot of the things that you would normally do distracts you from your relationship with Christ. So it's like, okay, um, I got to change some things. And it's not easy, right? It's not easy to quit smoking. It's not easy to to quit you know having premarital sex it's not easy to do these things it's not easy to stop cursing i i that's something i struggle with so much Um, and i thank god one of my friends called me out on it actually recently and i used to hate when people would call me out for cursing like oh the church boy cussing cursing da 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 um but one of my friends called me out not too long ago, and I was like, damn, like he said, Man, we men of God, like we shouldn't be talking like that. I was like, shoot, like you're right. For the record, I don't think damn is a cuss word, so that's why I said it. But yeah, I mean, it's it's not easy. It's not easy living the lifestyle because a lot of it calls for you to Hey, I need to quit this. Hey, I need to stop this. And and it's easy to give in to those things because Deep down our own lust wants to do these things we want to build our foundation on the sand because it's easy there's no work that goes into doing what there's no real work that goes into doing things that are craving your lust you know it's what we want to do um so yeah i mean i I, I personally. Grew up resenting a lot and being jealous of like the guys who were doing whatever they wanted um and for me, like I always had conviction, especially even with like girls, like I can never be the guy to like leave a girl on red. I don't know things have changed, <laughs> but back then like i'd I'd really feel guilty. You know, some, sometimes like you, you definitely have to leave people on red. I'm not saying that it's a sin to leave people on red, but like like I would be that guy that would just be like, dang, like I don't want to like leave this person on red. Like, that's kind of messed up. Like, I don't want to, you know, like that was that was me. That was really me. Um, but. I, I will say this, I will say this for anybody wondering, like, man, like what is the benefit of building my house on the rock? What is the benefit of going through all this work? Because you see everybody else. Think about think about what the guy building his house on the rock was thinking when the guy building his house on the sand sand was already done. Cause you know it took him, you know, is it definitely took him a lot less time to build his house. Think about it. I mean, you're building your house on a rock. You're probably still trying to break the rock in order to build your foundation. But then this guy building his house on the sand is already done. And I feel like, you know, we we look it's the same way we look at people who may not be Christians or may not follow Christ. Right. And we look at them like, man, your life is so great. Because it looks like they already have their house finished and it's perfect and it's so beautiful. But we're still chipping away at the rock trying to build our foundation. But little do we know that when the flood comes, one house will stand and one house will fall. I I really want to sit there for a little bit. Because a lot of the resentment comes when we start to compare our lives to people who don't live with God. Don't really acknowledge their faith. And like, man, like look at all the celebrities. I mean, half the celebrities nowadays, half, half the mumble rappers have upside down crosses in their jewelry, on their stage sets, you know, you have different rappers, different celebrities. I mean, do they ever talk about God? But they have millions, if not billions. What are they doing right? You're probably asking to yourself. Or you're thinking like, man, like this person did me wrong. This person definitely sinned against me. But look, they're excelling in life. And that's us building our house on the rock but looking back and looking at the guy that, has, that built his house on the sand, it looks really good because it's all finished. It's all dappered down. And it's like, man, I wish I was them. I wish I was in that position. But what you must know, that there's an incentive to building your house on the rock. There is an incentive. The incentive is that when that flood comes down, your house will stand. Your house will stand. Understand that even if we put God off to the side and you just look at the things that have happened in your life. The things that you put the utmost work for. Everything that you've accomplished came with hard work and you were happy about your accomplishment. Why? Because you know the cost. Right? Nothing good, nothing really good, nothing really great just is for free in this world. That's how it is. That started off right after Adam and Eve ate of the fruit. God said that we are going to have to we are going to have to work in order to reap from this land. We're going to have to sow a seed in order to reap. You building your house on the rock as a foundation is you sowing your seed in order for you to reap that moment when you're able to stand still. What is the flood exactly? The flood is life. When life hits you, you will be able to stand. When life tries to destroy you, you will be able to stand. When that person attacks you, takes advantage of you. When you cannot pay any bill because you have no money. When you have a bad relationship with your family. When you get an F or you fail a class and you have no idea what you're going to do, if you're going to continue in the major, or if you're not. When you feel all alone, you will stand. Because when we build our life, our the foundation of our life on the rock, which is Christ, we are actually never alone, because that is when he is able to have access to every facet of our lives. And when Christ has access to every facet of our lives, we have victory because we serve a God that cannot lose. We serve a God where nothing is impossible for him. When we, when we build our house on the rock, what we're saying is that, yo, I cannot do this life thing alone. That's why I need to build my foundation on God because he can handle anything. He can take care of anything. Stop looking at the other people with their finished houses I'm not saying their life was easy but what I am saying is that it's definitely easier to live life or at least to to, to it's, it's quicker it's 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 less conviction to live life just doing whatever you your your, your, your sin wants to do your lust wants to do, and for a second it could definitely look really rewarding, especially when your bank account starts to blow up, especially when you get the girl or you get the guy. It looks really rewarding, but what I'm telling you is that it's a hoax. I love the verse in the Bible I don't know i know I don't know the coordinates off head, you know what verse or what chapter um, but I do know that it says. That we battle not against flesh and blood, but but we, we we're we having a spiritual battle. You know, that thing that you're lusting after, that you know is going to take you away from God. That's not just a thing. There's a spirit behind that thing. And that spirit's job is not to make you happy. That spirit's job is not to just make you be rich so you can have a beautiful life. That spirit's job that spirit's assignment, the evil spirit's assignment is to destroy your relationship with God. That is the assignment. To uproot you out of Christ. But I mean, if it came to you and just said, hey, I want to destroy your relationship with God, of course you would walk away. But, you know, it's, it, it has a mission just like you have a mission and and it has to strategize its missions and, and, the, and the and the strategy it's to try and give you things that your flesh likes. To try and coerce you into doing these things. To try and make you think that, you know, life is better when you do these things. But the job, the, the mission remains the same, and that's to separate you from Christ. Let's look at a lot of, you know, people in this life that have a lot of money. A lot of people who have a lot of fame and clout. Those people although their Instagrams are popping although you know it seems like they got uh, you know a, uh, a lot of things under control fact of the matter is they're suffering just like you could be suffering Don't be fooled Don't be fooled because just because their house is is finished understand that it's on sinking sand There's there's a there's a hymn That, man, my mom would, I love when my mom sings this hymn. It's called, On Christ the Solid Rock I Stand. All other ground is sinking sand. They built their house, and it's so beautiful. It's a mansion. They have all the money. They have everything that they could do. And, you know, this is not to knock down rich people, but I, I, I make this analogy because, you know, we all want money. We all want these things. But what we don't realize is that when we get these things, and and we exclude god it's not it's not bad to get the things when you have god but if we get these things and exclude god and build our house not on the rock understand that you're building your house on sinking sand sinking sand it is not easy to live a life where we have lusts and we have sinful desires you continue to live a godly life it is not easy whoever told you that it's easy was lying to you it's hard but thanks be to god because he is there with us every step of the way when you fall he's there with you when you get back up he's there to welcome you don't look at everybody else whose houses are finished don't be resentful because everything will pay off god is with you at every moment you have the ability to be joyful don't worry about it. Do not worry about it. Your life is in his hands. When you build the foundation on the rock, your life is in his, in, in his hands. He is responsible for you. So with that being said, I think I hit my 20-minute mark. So that mean, I mean, I could talk about this all day, but what I will do is leave you with a confession. So if you're able, please take this moment, close your eyes. Maybe bow your head, get in any posture that you need to get in. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time that you have given me to speak to you, to speak to you. Right now, I'm going to confess over the life of the listener. Listener, you have nothing to regret, nothing to be resentful of when following christ you are strong you build your house on the rock your your, your house will stand tall your foundation will be strong and when the flood comes you will stand you will stand you will stand maybe the flood is coming right now but you will stand you are standing you will continue to stand i don't care what you're going through because at the end of the day, and that may sound insensitive, but at the end of the day, I know for a fact that God is bigger than what you are going through. And the fact that you have built your foundation on Christ means that you will stand. This too shall pass. It is inevitable. Your victory is inevitable. You are victorious. You are a conqueror. You are a winner because God said you are. And God created the entire earth with what He was saying, He created the entire universe with what He was saying, and He created you. And he told you that you are more than a conqueror. You are free. You are whole. You are complete. You are forgiven of all your sins. When you confess to Jesus Christ. Confess now. Confess now. Restore that relationship. Get back with them. In Jesus name. Amen. Go out and have... A wonderful week a victorious week because that is due unto you you have everything you need to be amazing to fulfill the purpose that god has given you in life have a wonderful week and we will see you here church board confession next week have a good one